Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Deep Dive. My name is Cody Clements. Uh, joining me for this premiere episode uh, is Chris Fromlet. Chris, how you hey, doing? Yay. Yay. So right. um, for those that don't know, Deep Dive is going to be a half-hour look uh, at a single topic. Um, and this week, uh, we have a just announced a matter of a couple hours ago, uh, something hot, hot off the presses. Um, is something that's close to both my heart and Chris's heart. I know this along with probably everybody listening to this. Um, Chris, you care to uh, care to drop the bomb for us? Well, uh, I actually found out I was on the way to lunch. This feels like feels like where were you when Mount St. Helens erupted, or you know when <laughs> when you know September 11th? Like like seriously, this is this is a huge thing. But um, I was on my way to lunch, and my uh, my girlfriend was driving, and I was looking over Reddit, and all of a sudden I saw. Uh, that Disney had acquired in a four billion dollar deal, Lucasfilm, and all of its subsidiaries. Yeah. Um, meaning Disney now has the licenses for primarily uh, Star Wars, um, but in addition to that, they have uh, Indiana Jones. They have all of the old Mud games, Sam and Max, and mm-hmm. um, Day of the Tentacle, and Grim Fandango, and um, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's getting a little it's getting a little crazy up in here. So, um, and we're also talking. It's, so it's it is Lucasfilm as a whole. Yes, which so, includes so Lucasfilm as a whole. Uh, the subsidiaries, the really big ones. I mean, you know, they've got like their marketing and their online and stuff like that. But uh, Lucasfilm includes uh, Industrial Light and Magic, which is a really 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 big deal. Uh, Skywalker Sound, also kind of the premier name in 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 sound design in mm-hmm. in in the movie industry. Um, Lucas Arts for video and computer games, and then uh, their their books and animation departments as well. Right. Um, so all of a sudden, Disney has control over, for instance, um, the Clone Wars television series, which currently airs on Cartoon Network, which is a Turner Network. Mm. Um, so that kind of puts that maybe up in the air. I'm sure there's contracts there that that say that you know the Clone Wars needs to continue airing on there, but mm-hmm. it, we might see things like that show moving over to a Disney Channel near you soon. What is it? Um, the was it? They had like Disney XD or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they have like their the I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't done cable on forever and ever and ever, but uh, Toon Disney or something like that. I'm sure some somewhere is going to get at least right. reruns of it. Um, if not new episodes starting a season or two in. Mm-hmm. Um, the other the other big thing too is that there's been a Star Wars uh, live action television series that has been you know in development for the last five years or so. Right. Um, and this might be the kickstart that uh, that needs to get going. So oh, interesting. Get the know. Disney money behind it. And yeah. Then... Well, and and Disney and ABC are are, are buddies. So um, we might see you know a Star Wars because it's been described as basically nine hundred two one zero Star Wars. Like it's going <laughs> to focus more on characters and drama and stuff like that. Okay. Um, um, which uh, mm. I'm a little shaky on anyway, but mm. um, so we might see something like that hit, you know, one hour, one hour a week on on ABC or something prime time. So right. um, I think that's going to be a very mm. interesting development. I'm I'm I've been like a diehard Star Wars fan since I was able to really comprehend the way movies worked. Right. Um, I remember the first time I watched Empire was on a cabin on uh, Mount Hood. And uh, I was watching it from the loft. My parents wanted me to go to sleep, and I wanted to keep on watching it. So I was watching it from downstairs on the TV from the loft. And um, (laughs) I remember, like, I I have a distinct memory of the very first uh, no, I'm your father moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, 
like how I was just like, wow, like my <laughs> mind was blown. Like, and and so Star Wars is is a franchise very near and dear to my heart. This last three Halloweens, I think I've been a Jedi. So okay, um, <laughs> so so this is really really mixed for me. Um, along with the announcement that Disney was acquiring uh, uh, Lucasfilm and and all of its people was that they're now working on Star Wars Episode Seven with a target release date of 2015. Right. Um, and they either need to pull something really, 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 really incredible mm-hmm. in the next three years, um, or they need to change the name of it. Right. Um, I am totally okay with them making a new Star Wars movie, if they don't try and include it with the original six, um, as much as the prequel trilogy has been trashed on, as much as this and that and the other, mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's Lucas's stuff. That's what right. he's done, and I feel like there needs to be a separation. And if that, they're going to continue, right? They probably should have. I, I there 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 needs to be some congruency there. You know, there needs to be right. some some continuum there. So. Yeah, one through six is a complete story. Mm-hmm. It's the story of Anakin Skywalker, right? Like birth to birth to death, right. you know. So, um, yeah, I would agree that they would need to do, you know, take a take a long hard look at at uh, extended universe stuff. Mm-hmm. Go either, you know, stuff that's happening in parallel with with the six, um, or do like um, old republic kind of pre prehistory see and that would be really really awesome but it that that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't allow for the title episode seven you know um i feel right. like i feel like episode seven means that it's supposed to fit because like like they made um the, the there there was a star wars movie that was released in theaters that wasn't any part mm-hmm. of the trilogies or the saga or anything like that um and it was the clone wars and it was called mm-hmm. star wars the clone wars it wasn't right. called episode blank it wasn't called this they didn't try and fit it into that chronology right. i was totally okay with that it wasn't a great movie it it was it was just basically a giant marketing tie-in for the show that was starting on Cartoon Network, right. and like that's all right. I don't I don't own that movie. Um, if that tells you anything, me a diehard, I, I own I own the Ewok movies from like the nineteen eighties, right? Um, <laughs> but I don't I don't own that that Clone Wars movie because I saw it a couple of times. I was like, oh okay, that's cool. Like it's 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 an okay movie, and whatever right. they they can do what they want with it, but right. um, but it doesn't it doesn't fit you know mm-hmm. um so as long as if they're going to call it episode seven they have some very 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 big shoes to fill not mm-hmm. because i have the same um unshakable faith in in the star wars saga that i did when i was young mm-hmm. um but in that they need to you know there there there's something to live up to right. there now is it is it actually going to be called Star Wars Episode Seven, blah 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 blah. blah. Or is this just the press saying they're doing a new Star Wars movie, so that means it's got to be Episode Seven? That's what Disney's press release said. It episode said seven? Star Wars Episode Seven is slated for 2015. Interesting. Um, so I I hope that maybe that was some marketing official not really understanding that, right? Um, or and 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 this is the other thing too is that this has probably been in the works for two or three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is, you know. Maybe there's already a story floating around. Maybe Lucas already had a plan for this. Um, But there's a huge amount. There's a ton of of kind of of um, ripples in the pond caused by this. You know, there's there's so many other things to consider. You know, are we going to have Mark Hamill and and 
and Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher reprised roles. Uh, you know, Harrison Ford was was uh, famously famously uh, quoted as saying that he wanted Han Solo to die at the end of Empire. Right. Um, and he said that, or at the beginning Again, of at the beginning of Jedi. Jedi right. Um, and so, like, you know, he, he said he would never, he, he's, he's been actually, you know, in interviews, he said he would never play Han Solo again, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people, me included, think that makes him kind of an asshole. That's the role <laughs> that made you, you, you giant turd. Yeah. But, um, but, and then, you know, if they do, like, have you seen Mark Hamill lately? <laughs> He's not. He's not Skywalker material. He's, he's not. He's anymore. not. He's not a dashing gentleman. I mean, he would have to go through a considerable amount of, um, I think, work to 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 be to be Luke again. So, yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher, I, also. I think she's she's completely off the radar. Like you know, she's been dealing with so much crap for her life. So yeah. Um, you know, her cocaine problem and and you know just crazy bipolar like like really serious stuff. Like yeah, she's yeah. she's had to deal with a ton of stuff. And um, I think that. Taking on a major role like that was the last thing, and then and then the question arises: if You're going to call it Episode Seven and not continue the story of these people that we mm-hmm. met 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. How how does that work? Like it right. doesn't. So, um, some 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 really overarching stuff, um, in relation to this is what happens to the books. Um, are the books going to be considered part of canon? Are we rebooting the entire universe now? There's mm-hmm. There are literally hundreds of books at this point um, that have established a very firm kind of Star Wars canon for everywhere, I would say, about 60 years before and mm-hmm. probably 60 to 70 years after the original saga. And then, you know, the the Old Republic period, 10,000 years before, sure. 4,000 to 10,000 years before. Um and that's that's another really big hope for me is that episode seven, you know, if it does exist, I really hope it doesn't just stomp on everything that's out there because there's some good stuff out there. There's some great yeah. stories. So, yeah, um, I I'm trying to think of what a continuation of the existing saga would be. Well, have you read any of the books? Uh, I have not. Ah. So there, there are two or three different stories that immediately come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, and I don't think this would be a suitable movie adaptation, is Shadows of the Empire, um, yeah. which of course got like the N64 game adaptation right. and all that stuff. But it was right. a book first, um, and it was set between Empire and Jedi, and it told the story of Dash Rendar and right. you know so on and so forth. And I think that's that's interesting, but would honestly. You know, you could probably squeeze all of that into about an hour. It's one book mm-hmm. um, by itself. Um, or even, you know, as a story arc in the Clone War television show or the the, the live action, whichever they're mm-hmm. doing. So um, the other two major options, and these are the ones that I kind of hope they go with, because um, uh, one of them would require a completely new cast. And I feel like that's probably the only way they can pull this off. Right. Um, and that one is the X-Wing series. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably my favorite set of books, okay. period. Um, and they they just released a new one, and I've been meaning to read it really bad uh, lately. But uh, I haven't I haven't gotten around to buying it. But uh, it's it's set around a character by the name of Corrin Horn, which if you've ever played like Dark Forces or mm-hmm. uh, the Jedi Jedi Knight series. Sure, yeah. um, Corrin Horn uh, shows up a little bit in there, but uh, it's mainly that's mainly Kyle Katarn, right? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I I didn't play a lot of Dark Forces, but 
Um, but the X-Wing series focuses around Rogue Squadron and their kind of continued adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, and it deals with the fall of Coruscant after, uh, after the new, uh, the, the now new Republic takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, so after, after the rebellion defeated, defeated the empire and destroyed the second Death Star, they formed a new government called the new Republic, took over Coruscant. And then there was this huge thing going on there. So that's one option. Um, and the advantage being that they could cast an entirely new cast. They mm-hmm. could still have their high fluting, high flying, you know, <laughs> spaceship adventures and all that fun stuff. Um, and maybe have you know a cameo from a, I I don't know, CG aged Luke and, and, and Han. I don't know. Like right. I I am really not the, sure how they can handle all of this. Give like, them the uh, um, Chris Evans pre. Captain yeah, America, Captain tri- America. Yeah. Um, or I was watching Tron Legacy last night and uh, you know, the Jeff Bridges yeah. in there didn't look perfect, but you know, honestly, if, if that's what we need to do to make it happen, then mm-hmm. let's make it happen. Also, like, I mean, and that is a Disney movie. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, Disney has control of that specific technology. Right. So if it's come if it's come a decent ways, we mm-hmm. may not need Harrison Ford. We can just have him be digital. That's fine. And I mean, so you have the existing kind of Disney CG. And something else that's interesting too is that so you have ILM, um, but then also under the Disney umbrella is Pixar. Mm-hmm. Completely true. So that that can actually they could. Um, I mentioned this to to Teresa right after I found out. Um, is that is that with Lucasfilm being brought into the the Disney umbrella, that means that we have a higher chance of John Lasseter doing something with Star Wars. Oh, which I'm pretty excited about. So, I mean, there's there's so many good things here. the The problem here is that we're merging two gargantuan companies, yeah, and two gargantuan, you know, like 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 universes, right? Right. We have the Disney universe, and we have, um, and and Disney owns Marvel now too, and you have the Star Wars. So, like, um, one of the one of the big outcries in the in the video game world is, uh, hey, are we going to see Luke Skywalker in Kingdom Hearts, you know, three? Um, Interesting. Uh, so we might have, you know, uh, Sora fighting Darth Vader with a lightsaber keyblade, like, you know, like it's it's gonna it's I mean shit's gonna happen, like right. that kind of thing could happen with with all of this existing in the same place now. And something else that you had mentioned also is that, um, Leia will now be a Disney princess. Yes, so Leia is officially entering the Disney princess pantheon. So, um, That's so weird. So we're probably gonna get weird kind of borderline slutty makeover leia uh showing up all over the place which is just just fucking bizarre like this is this is this was the weirdest thing for for me to have have heard today i was you know i found out and and i i i actually yelled like no like like a couple like i was just like wow like my brain couldn't handle it it's it's so much um so but i mean i so yeah part of me is like well, this makes no sense. <laughs> Why did this happen? But yeah. then, like the other half of me is like, well, okay. You now have this uh, uh, this universe mm-hmm. that is going to be in the hands of somebody else, and maybe give somebody else an opportunity to do something with it because. I mean, the you know episode one two three left left something to be desired for a for a lot of, of things. Although I I like to think that they they ramped up episode one was not not good. 
Um, and mm-hmm. that's where I'll leave that because that could be, you know, its own half hour discussion. But, <laughs> um, but episode two felt a little more mm-hmm. in line with what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. And then episode three mm-hmm. felt a lot better. Right. Um, uh, interesting, interesting kind of like side note. Uh, one of the, one of the things that, that really struck me as, as, um, notable when episode three came out was the, the entire lightsaber fight. Like most of that sequence, mm-hmm. um, the one on uh, Obi Obi Wan versus Anakin on right. Mustafar towards the end, right. you know, lava floating around and, and the music going crazy, like the mm-hmm. the epic finale, right? Sure. Um, Lucas didn't direct most of that. Uh, that was Steven yeah. Spielberg. Uh, yeah. So so and and that was for a number of people that was a sign that hey look this universe can be fantastic in somebody else's hands right so something that i always found kind of interesting is you have the original trilogy four five six um my least favorite of the original trilogy was the only one that was directed by george lucas Mm -hmm. um so i mean it seems like he has managed to make a you know create a great universe populate it with a lot of very interesting characters um but when th- when you take that and put it in the hands of, I mean, I don't want to be an asshole and say a more capable director, but um, <laughs> no, it's it's it, honestly it's true. Like everyone says, stop dogging on Lucas so much, but he's not a great director. He's not a great cinematographer. He's not. He's mm-hmm. definitely not a good scriptwriter. Right. Um. Like he, his 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 writing is bad. Who wrote? Um. Uh, like I know, obviously he wrote for who wrote like five and six. The well, well he he wrote the stories for all of them, but right. the 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 actual like the dialogue, right? Um, the screenplay for it. That you know, so Irving Kirshner directed Empire Strikes Back. Right. Uh, the screenplay was written for Empire was written by Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan. Okay. Um, and the screenplay even for um, where is it here? Was a New Hope not written I've by? Got, I've got Wikipedia up here. Um, so yeah, a new a new hope. The screenplay was written by George Lucas, okay. and and for you know Empire, directed by Irvin Kershner, was produced by Gary Kurtz. Screenplay was by Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan, and um, you know Lucas Lucas did the story, and Lucas was of course you know on hand when they were filming and stuff like oh, yeah. that. But he wasn't in charge. Kirshner was in charge, right? Um, and and same deal with Return of the Jedi is uh, you know um, although Jedi Lucas had more of a hand in. And most people regard Jedi as as inferior to, to Empire. Right. Um. The the actual screenplay was Lawrence Kasdan again, and and George Lucas for for Return of the Jedi, but it was directed by Richard Marquand. So, um, so it it shows that you know like 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 some of the best films in the Star Wars trilogy, the original trilogy, even, mm-hmm. um, had had less and less Lucas involvement. Um, and and you know this is a really great example of of a world that's kind of gotten out of the hands of its its original creator, and that's fine. Right. right. Like some of the some of the most compelling Star Wars things. As as a huge Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. um, I sometimes joke I've forgotten more about Star Wars than I've known about more real life, more real world subjects. Right. Um, like I probably could tell you more about you know ships and vehicles in Star Wars than I could about in you know real actual military or something like right. that. Um, and. Uh, as 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 someone with with that kind of like dedication, my best experiences with Star Wars have been so far removed from the the work that George Lucas has specifically done mm-hmm. um, that 
I I see it less as his universe and more mm-hmm. as you know he he was he was he was the, he was the progenitor he created it right um and then and then the community you know turned it into what it is today mm-hmm. um so in in that regard it's kind of exciting to see somebody else taking over and really hopefully steering the franchise in right. in a new and exciting interesting direction mm-hmm. um but on the other hand I feel like if it's not handled correctly if the original saga isn't kind of treated with a little level of reverence, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not, it's not a hundred percent sacred ground, but um, it should be, it should be treated with a lot of respect. Absolutely. Um, because those are, that, that is what a majority of people have experienced. And that's, that's it. That's the end of it. They right. haven't played the video games. They haven't read the books. They haven't read right. the comic books. Right. They haven't, you know, like, I, and so there, there needs to be some respect for the movies, I think. Yeah, and that's where that's where the whole like episode seven mm. kind of freaks me out a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was trying to think. There was something else that kind of another story that was kind of in parallel with. With uh, oh. No, it's okay, kind of in parallel. I'd say with the um. Uh, with the the saga. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's the whole um, secret apprentice. Ah, Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And and Lucas had um, from 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 my understanding of it, and I could be mistaken. uh, I'd love to do some research on it, but Lucas had uh, he he, he's basically had the final say in everything Star Wars for the Mm -hmm. last thirty years. Right. Um, So when a book is written, he gets to check off on everything that happens in it. And when uh, you know a comic book is made, and he gets to check it off, and mm-hmm. when a video game is done, he gets to check it off. So he he signed off on all of that. Right. Um. He signed off on you know, s- super spoiler alert. I'm so sorry if you haven't read this book yet. Um. But he signed off on Chewbacca's death, okay. in uh the New Jedi Order series, which was the first the first book in the New Jedi Order series. Vector mm-hmm. Prime is kind of like a is supposed to be signal kind of a new era of Star Wars novels. Okay. Um, and it starts like 20 years after Return of the Jedi and the very first book they killed Chewbacca. Wow. Like he dies straight up. Well, um, and then like even before then, uh, Fett died. He he isn't dead. He isn't. No. Okay. So, and, and that's the thing is that, is that like, especially like particularly Boba Fett, this is an example of, of something like this. Um, Boba Fett, his entire backstory had been created as of the, uh, uh, as of the, the, you know, books in the comic books and stuff like that previously. Um, and, and as prequel trilogy came out as, as we kind of got an official, um, there's actually, there's actually a term for it. It's G canon. It's, it's George canon um for for star wars right so you have you have the fan canon which is something made by a fan and then you have there's there's like different layers of canon and the be all end all is g canon it's what george lucas says is true um and so his canon officially overwrites all of the pre pre pre-built like boba fett story okay um so boba fett originally had been um a a guy by the name of jasper mariel and he was a lawman on some backwater planet and he had this really just interesting backstory and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then the prequel trilogy comes out and he's a clone sl- a clone clone you know child the, of of this other guy who's Jango supposed to be bad. like you know yeah. and and 
I since that's happened, like I'm like, okay, fine, that can be Boba Fett. That's okay. Um, but it makes me nervous mm-hmm. because now, now that entire world, it's not just it's that that whole everything that happened outside of the films. That's not just up to Lucas's decision anymore. He doesn't have to sign off on anything because Disney owns the rights. So somebody at Disney can be like, oh, hey, you know what? Um, I want Luke Skywalker to get a sex change and he's going to be Liana Skywalker mm-hmm. and um, he's going to be a new Disney princess. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. Like, it, I, it's not going to happen, but I mean, right. you know, that's, that's, it's kind of scary to see. It's kind of like you're letting your, your, your child who's just finished, you know, growing up you're letting them out into the world and you're mm-hmm. really hoping somebody doesn't hit them with a bus <laughs> um, it would be really really great if yeah. somebody if, if the people that are acquiring this license these licenses mm-hmm. at disney um treat them with the respect that they should have right. um so i think it's going to be really interesting to see where star wars goes not to mention i'm, I'm looking over uh lucas lucas films filmography right now um indiana jones uh howard the duck willow is on there um the land before time the first Land Before Time was actually a Lucasfilm production. Interesting. I didn't know that. It was made by Don Bluth and released by, uh, looks like, uh, MGM, Metro Golden Mayor. Yeah. Um, Sounds right. No, Universal. Yeah. Sorry, Amblin. Universal and Amble. Amblin. Um, and now, as long as as long as Lucas Lucas Hart still or Lucasfilm sells the rights to that, um, all of those properties belong to Disney. Um, Maybe we'll finally get that Howard the Duck sequel we've been waiting for. Or we'll get Howard the Duck in Kingdom Hearts. Fighting Donald Duck. Ooh. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen now. Like, I mean, you know. Um, so the other thing, too, is that... Foul things are afoot. <laughs> <laughs> like like a duck. I see what yeah. you did there. Go ahead. Um, the other thing, too, is that is that, you know, Disney is becoming this, like, entertainment ultra company again. Yeah. Um, and you have, to, you have to also see, look, they acquired Marvel... And look at what they did for Marvel. The Avengers was superb. It was yeah. it was it was the the height of what I would expect out of a comic book movie. Yeah. Um. So I I am I am extremely cautiously optimistic about this acquisition, and really interested to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think all I can do now is just wait and hope, because it's it's I think it's going to be really kind of interesting to see. Uh, I'm. I think that's all that we can do. Yeah, is wait and hope, see what happens with, with Star Wars, see what happens with Indiana Jones, see what happens with, with. I mean, not not only I, the movie I franchises, almost, but the other companies. Well, yeah, no, I know, and and that's the other thing is that Disney now has complete control over Industrial Light and Magic, who mm-hmm. you know traditionally have been. Um, under under Lucas have been relatively free to work on just about whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with Disney becoming this huge ultra corporation, they might decide, "Hey, ILM, you're you're you're, you're just for us. Right. You you know, it's it's great that there's other people out there. Um, and so so that's also interesting to think about too, because now that role is going to get filled with other independent you know uh, visual effects powerhouses like Weta Digital, for instance. Yeah. Um, who is, as far as I'm aware, Weta is is an independent, independent. company. Yeah. They they are not owned by by any production studio can, or anything like we that. We can fact check that really quick. Yeah, let's uh, think, let's uh, let's let's shell, shall we? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I'd be kind of concerned if those if those Lucas companies were Weta is privately held by the privately way. held. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, if they were, yeah. Now that they are under the the Disney umbrella, if Disney is just kind of like, nah, you're gonna stay 
You're gonna stay in the house that Mickey built, and yeah, um, it's uh, no. I mean, it would suck, but it would also be good because then that would kind of, I feel like, give other places an opportunity, mm-hmm. because you don't have ILM to fall back on anymore to mm-hmm. to do all your stuff. You would, you know, have to store stuff from like Weta. And- yeah, well, and I mean, there's there's a lot of tremendous work being done by a number of different companies in visual effects and. Um, it's just that ILM has, for for the last thirty years, been yeah. been like the premier visual effects house. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how much Disney is gonna is gonna clamp down on that. Um, completely, almost almost entirely unrelated. Side note: um, I did hear just a little while ago that Sony is selling their assets. Oh, um, and their assets. Sony is like everything. Sony is selling a number of their assets to try and make make up, you know, for for lost ground. Um, Sony's been bleeding bleeding money oh, yeah. for for yeah, quite yeah, a while yeah, yeah. here. Um, I've I've actually been kind of curious as to how they're how they've maintained. But like, um, wanna... one of the one of the assets speculated to be uh, being thrown about a bit is, is Spider Man. Um, oh, uh, okay. So uh, I'm the, thinking like, are they going to sell play? Like, are they going to sell PlayStation? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think PlayStation is probably one of their few profitable profitable departments left i think right. that they've got their their tvs and they've got uh play playstation so the sony entertainment division is doing okay-ish mm-hmm. um uh I, I don't know i don't know if profitable is quite the right word for playstation but um <laughs> but um they're 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 selling off licenses like like hotcakes so right. um you know we might see spider-man head back to marvel which would be really great too oh, so. that would be interesting um but that's again that's that's all kind of this Disney, ABC, Marvel, Lucasfilm. Uh, I can't. I like. I can't believe I'm saying all of those words together and referring to the same company. Right. Like that's that's insane. That's huge. Disney, ABC, Marvel, Marvel. Lucasfilm, and I'm sure a smattering of other lesser companies that I'm probably mm-hmm. not aware of off the top of my head. But I mean, that's that's immense. That's a that's a gargantuan company with a ton of resources. And I can only hope that they sink those considerable resources responsibly into dealing with all these licenses they've just acquired. So responsibility is the key. Yeah. Serious. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for us. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. I think yeah. this is a good first episode. Um, we'll try to get these out weekly. They're nice, nice and small. You can listen to them on the like, commute to work or, or whatever you got, but um, we will see you next week. All right. Adios.